Today we study the seventh and last section of Parshas Tetzaveh. And we have learned a great deal about the Mishkan and in, in, in fine detail. Now the Parsha closes with the description of an additional and very important furnishing in the Mishkan which has not been mentioned until this point. And it's kind of puzzling why uh, it has not been mentioned. And that is the Mizbeach HaZohov, the golden altar, or the Mizbeach HaKtores, the altar whose major daily function was that the incense was offered upon that altar every day, morning, and night. And this Mizbeach HaZohov, this golden altar, was placed in the Hechel, in the inner, not innermost, but inner chamber of the Mishkan, right up against the menorah and the shulchan. Menorah on one side, shulchan on the other side, and the Mizbeach Hazav, this altar we're about to, real, to read about now, a much smaller altar than the one we know about to this point, is removed somewhat to the east, but placed in the center between um, the the shulchan and the menorah, the table and the candelabra. So it's between them, but east of them. Imagine a segel, a uh, three dots. You have shulchan, menorah, and uh, mizbeach haktores. Now, why is this mizbeach haktores not mentioned until this point? One would think it should have been mentioned much earlier together with the menorah and the um, the shulchan perhaps, or perhaps together with the description of the Mizbeach. Why is it put off here until the very end of Parshas Tetzaveh? There are various reasons given. One uh, is given by Ramban in his commentary <coughs> on this Parsha. <coughs> and it's kind of a... <coughs> Kabbalistic approach, which we have been avoiding um, getting very mystical in these technical um, teachings. But Ramban suggests something which is helpful in understanding the placement of this parsha of the Mizbeach HaZohov at this particular point. And it is that the um, everything we've been studying about until now the Korbonos, um, the Shulchan and the Menorah, and the Hashroas Hashchina. All of this is Midas Hadin. It is all God in His strict, more punitive or disciplinary uh, mode. And now we're being told about the Mizbeach HaKetores. The Ketores has the power to soften, to modulate the Midas Hadin, the harshness of that aspect of God. So this is um, one reason given. The Pasuk says, You are to make a Mizbeach, which will be used to reduce to smoke the Ketores, the um, incense. This Mizbeach, like the Shulchan, 
like the other Mizbeach, the outer Mizbeach, this is the inner Mizbeach. They are made of shitim wood. It's to be square, an ama long and ama wide, and two amos high. And protruding from the four corners ought to be the four horns of the Mizbeach. Like the shulchan, like the table, this too is to be overlaid with gold, the wood. You want to overlay with gold its roof, its walls all around, and its horns. Now notice you are to overlay its roof. When we learned about the outer Mizbeach, the Mizbeach Ha'ola, the Mizbeach upon which animal sacrifices are brought, the larger Mizbeach, there's no talking there of a gag, of a roof. And Rashi says there was no roof. It was filled, you know, wooden, overlaid with gold, um, I'm sorry, overlaid with copper um, walls, and then it was filled with earth. The Ma'alim Chalolo Adamo. It was filled with earth. So, but here, the Mizbeach HaKtores, the Mizbeach HaPnimi, the inner and smaller Mizbeach for the incense, was covered round about with gold. The Yossisolo Zer Zahov Soviv. And you made around it a crown of gold. This crown, uh, as, as Rashi says, was the crown of Kahuna. There are three crowns in Jewish life. Keser Kahuna, that's the Zer, or the rim, the crowned rim around the Mizbeach HaKtores. There's the Keser Malchus, the throne of royalty. That is the rim, the Zer, around the Shulchan. And then there is Keser Torah, the crown of Torah, and that is, of course, the crown around the Oron. Just underneath this crowned rim, you make, you put, you, you, um, uh, you apply, uh, affix two rings, golden rings. Al Salosov. Rashi here says Salosov here means corners, the two corners. Meaning <coughs> the two corners of the two sides. Two corners times two sides, four rings all told. For these rings should be uh, circles in which are in, inserted the Vadim, the poles. So those poles will serve the purpose of carrying the Mizbeach. Like the other poles or rods that we've learned about, these poles or rods, these badim, are made of shitim wood, but they are overlaid with gold. And what do you do with this katoris? This mizbeach haktoris? says the posuk, you put it before the parochas, meaning east of the parochas. Remember, when you enter the mishkan from the east, and you're facing the west, you see in front of you, we're not going to mention the Mizbech HaTorah yet, but based on what we already learned, you see in front of you the menorah, the shulchan, behind it, the paroches, the curtain, and behind the paroches, which you won't see, is the oron, the kruvim, etc. Now, in front of that paroches, um, 
and that baroches is asher alaron ha'edus. That curtain is concealing the ark with the tablets. Lifnei hakapores asher al ha'edus. This is this baroches. This curtain is in front of the kapores, the lid which is on the edus. Asher ivoid lechoshoma, where I encounter you, where I meet you. What's the purpose of this <coughs> of this um, uh, altar? It's the purpose of it is to take the special incense, the ketores samim, incense made of special powders, and you put them <coughs> on the fire of that mizbeach, and they smoke upwards. When does he do this? When does Aharon, the kohen gadol, or a kohen, when does he burn the ketores? Baboker, baboker, every single morning, at the time when he cleans out the neros, remember ner means a cup of oil, ner does not mean a candle in the sense of a wax candle, but a cup of oil, when you clean out, that's called the hatovas haneros, so when you, Kohen comes in the morning to clean out the menorah, where the Light, the oil has been burning all night and you have to clean it out. So when he cleans that out, at that point, just before then, he ignites the ketores. Uva ha'alos aharon es haneros ben ho'arbayim yaktireno. And again, in the evening, when aharon kindles the flame, and kindling here is to cause the flame to rise up, to kindle it well. Notice we've come full circle. We began this parsha of Tetzaveh with the oil necessary for lighting the candles and we're ending it with the ketores which is burnt by the Kohen at the time that he lights the, even, the, the evening candles. Ketores tomid lefnei Hashem The ketores is also a mitzvah to be done tomid constantly, consistently, every single day. Unlike the Mizbeach Hanechoshes, the outer Mizbeach, upon which various things were offered, animals, birds, um, uh, meal in certain circumstances, meal meaning flour, minchot menachos, and even wine was kind of offered there too by being poured on it. This Mizbeach HaKetores, no, no, no. It's only for Ketores. Lo salu alav Ketores zorov olo mincho. This Mizbeach HaKetores is only for Ketores, not for, and only for the regular daily morning and night Ketores. Not just someone wants to give an incense offering. No, you can't do it on the Mizbeach HaKetores. That's Mizbeach, that's Ketores Zorah, an alien, a strange, a foreign Ketores. Can't be brought. Nor can you bring an animal sacrifice, nor can you bring a meal offering, a flower, F-L-O-U-R, sacrifice. Nor can you pour wine on it. However, it does have another special, special function. Besides its daily function of having the Torah lit there morning and night, it has a function, an additional function, but this one once a year. Once a year, Aaron will bring about a kapora, will purify the horns of this Mizbeach. Because he will sprinkle 
the special korbanos which are offered once a year. Now we know that once a year, of course, is Yom Kippur, Yom HaKippurim. And that day, he will sprinkle from the par v'so'ir, from the bull which was offered, and the so'ir, the goat which was offered, uh, as korbanos chatos on Yom Kippur, he will sprinkle some of that blood upon this Mizbeach HaKtores. Chatas HaKippurim achas pashona, once a year, yechaper alav adorosechem, kodesh kodoshim hu l'ashem. This Mizbeach HaKtores is holy of holies. Something extremely, extremely special. And so, we have come to this point, finishing all of Pasha's Truma and all of Pasha's Tetzavah and learning in great detail about the Mishkan, its structure, its architecture, its components, its limits, its fences, its curtains, its furnishings, at some of the activities that went there, and we've also learned in detail about the initiation of Aaron, the clothing he was to wear and his sons were to wear, and the procedure by which they became uh, installed as Kohanim. We have a little bit more to learn about the uh, ingredients, so to speak, of the Mishkan, and about the funding of the Mishkan, but all of that will come up next week in Parshas Kisisa. For now, we have finished Parshas Titzavah.